You are about to opt in to Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. All right. Hello. Good, Good morning. morning. Happy Monday. 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 Wow. <laughs> I've already skipped the weekend. I feel like every day is a blur. So Worst actually, of me. Yeah. Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Saturday. Saturday. Allergies are killing me. So we got my glasses on today. So you can see everything. My, clearly. my eyes are like swollen. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you were sneezing. But I can't really see, I can't see any of these glasses. <laughs> no, Anybody that has these glasses, they're awesome from glasses, but... They're kind of trippy, actually. Yeah, they are very trippy. Yeah. Really? All you need to be is in a rave and you fit right in. So So yeah. Good morning, everyone. How's it going? Last Thank night was awesome. Us. Yes. Last night we met up with the one and only. I don't know. Are you supposed to tell? Because I know a you fungible. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't a think fungible. You, yeah. No. no. Somebody guessed it right away. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So I'll reach that. out to them. I said a Monero prize. So. Uh, oh, that's really funny. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, somebody yeah, like, so we... literally within five minutes, somebody's like, that's it. Is that it? Oh, that's hilarious. Well, that's a little. Well, because, okay. I guess your, um, your, uh, your clues, I guess, right? I don't yeah, I I didn't even really see your give tweet. any clues. I was wow. like, can you guess who this is? Whoa. Okay. Well, good job. But that was awesome. Yeah, we finally met a fungible in person. So that was really awesome. We had yeah. A really cool time. Just happened to be passing through the city. And guess where we went? What restaurant we went to? <laughs> Monroe. Monroe's. <laughs> Doug obviously tried to make the, the restaurant change their name to Monero because that's what Douglas does. They're considering it. Um, <laughs> but we like didn't even know this place existed until no. yesterday. And it's it was a cool place. It's been under our nose the entire yeah, yeah. time, Monroe's. Well, maybe it's kind of new and we don't drive around there anyways often. But yeah, yeah, it was really cool meeting him in person. The one and only a fungible. We had a really good time. Yeah, I wish we had more time. I know. Um, but it was awesome. It was it was great meeting him like one on one in person because obviously we have we have a lot of di- uh, was it internet friends we call them so that was pretty pretty nice to meet him in person. It, it is awesome that we could kind of sh- show up anywhere and for the most part, yeah, and you know, reach find out someone to the Monero yeah. community and meet up with a Monero person. It's like you're already starting off on the right foot. Yes, I feel like so it's cool. cool. It's a cool network. So yeah, that was great. And of course, yeah, Doug did the whole Monero tipia again. So. Yeah, showed a fun. I think he was impressed. Yeah. We got the waiter there to accept Monero. The waiter knew nothing about crypto. Like, not even sure if he really had heard of Bitcoin. I asked him numbers. He's like, yeah, but then he didn't really. But, but it then was once, nice once I explained you, yeah. it, he was like, oh, yeah, Bitcoin. And uh, we got him up and running. Got him on Monero.com wallet. And he gave him a, a tip. Fungible yeah, a fungible sent tip. Yeah, a fungible sent him the tip. So, so that be was sure to cool. uh, tip a fungible, by the way. Yeah. We got to keep him going. Um, so it was and yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So you smooth. did. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And you also did a Monero Tipia last weekend, I think, at the Italian Bakery. Italian Bakery. Remember you gave up? him a tip last weekend at the Italian Bakery. The- well, you're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They were interested. Ita- well, that's not a bakery. It's a latticini. Okay, I'm sorry, Italian. <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, come well on. yeah, that's true, actually. There are no big, well, Italian meat shop. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was, that was yeah, a scene yeah. in there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We had them all talking about Monero. Um, uh, all right, moving on, moving on. Moving on, yeah. Um, if you guys haven't seen the Monerotopia premiere videos this week, you should. We had awesome ones premiering this week. We had Sarang. We had Ko. We had Adam Corbo and Rolf. Um, so if you haven't checked out those videos, please do. They're really interesting and cool. Posted um, a Monero talk show. Yeah, we posted yeah, Christopher. Yeah, Christopher Gronsky of Destination Freedom. So if you haven't checked that out. Yeah, we had a lot this week. Big Liberty guy, that guy. Yeah, very big Liberty. Who, I thought yeah. I was a big Liberty guy. I was like, yeah. whoa. And we're meeting him at Porkfest, so that's pretty cool. We'll be at Porkfest. We'll be hanging with him. Yeah, check that interview out. It was pretty crazy. Um, his state citizenship versus federal citizenship. Interesting, interesting, interesting theory. Yeah, we've yeah, been getting check uh, it out. lots of comments but he, on that video. He loves Monero. Huge fan of Monero. He was at Monerotopia. Really cool guy. And we'll be uh, hanging out with him at Porkfest. Yeah, so yeah, if you haven't checked out those videos, and again, yeah, the Monerotopia premiere videos, which uh, obviously we have our special guest today who has been editing them and doing an awesome, awesome job. So you'll meet this person in a little bit. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and also our meetups are uh, we're June 8th, Taylor Mission meetup. If you're in New York, please stop by. Um, I guess we'll, you know, uh, we'll still haven't found a spot yet. We will. We haven't yet. We just have another time. But Um, we will. We will. But yeah, if anyone's interested out there to create their own meetup, please reach out um at Monerotopia. Yeah, so far we got New York, Vegas, and Denver. And Denver. Yeah. Let's let's get it going, guys. Should yeah. be one in like Paris, Argentina, Berlin, so if Andres, Argentina. if you're interested in doing a small little meetup, that'd be awesome. Um and we can stream it. Yeah, all over the world. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And people were saying they should do another Monero run that day. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Monero let's run do it. every day, all day, every day. Okay, calm down. Yeah, Monero every day, all day, every day. That's I can't run. I don't have any Monero on exchanges. Oh, I haven't goodness. had. So it's not really fun. Goodness. And then like to go say like, all right, well, we'll go buy Monero for the purpose of pulling off exchange. Can't do that either. Nope. Yeah, with the hot mess. You don't crack way. in. It's not on Coinbase. New York, man. Can't really participate in the Monero run. I heart New York. Doug yeah. has a love-hate relationship with him. <laughs> but that's for another discussion. It's, it's cool that it forces those that go into Monero in New York to go into it in the most ideal way possible like pretty much literally have to do it peer-to-peer or in some way where you're not using kyc aml so in that respect it's really cool because all the monero adopters in new york are being forced to use it the right way so we'll have a strong tribe here in in new york of monero purists yeah we got to get we got to get it to the next level where people in in new york city just easily get their hands on monero yeah Yeah. it would be very nice um let's 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 move on to the price report. report The Monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat peer-to-peer. Hello, hello. Body. Body. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, so it's, it's been, a, been a long week since we spoke to you last, right? It's been, a... <laughs> it's been a doozy out there. Hope everyone's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd be willing to come back. God, Jesus. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I I've been calling for this crash over on the Reddit's for like a year now. So you know, I guess even a broken clock and all. <laughs> um, Let's see. Did you did you think it was going to be th- this this bad this quick this fast? Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I thought we were going to break down last year, uh, and that's where I that's where I really kind of uh, I did get one thing 
important wrong. And that was right around here. I, you know, I was kind of expecting we were going to break down from here uh, and basically do this, you know, back last year around August, September. Uh, but we went on to put on, you know, put on a new high. The total market cap, you know, the, we, we got quite a lot of performance out of the altcoins, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, higher high by like 25%. But, you know, Bitcoin, it's funny. I'm, I hear a lot of people saying kind of the similar, similar thing that I say is like, okay, technically after seven months, we made a 6% higher high, right? So if you had held for seven months for like two days, you would have been in, you know, you would have been in profit. But a lot of people that I watch and pay attention to, they kind of regard the, the April top as the actual top. And this is just kind of like my thinking on the matter is that they were launching the ETFs. And so they, you know, the people that have some controls over price, they just, they wanted to pump the markets. You know, the, what's funny is that April 14th, 2021 was the day that Coinbase listed on the NASDAQ. And in 2017, the the literal top to the day was was the day that we listed um, on the CME, on the futures market. Oh, wow. uh, and then so they kind of, they love to pull these, you know, so they get everyone really excited and euphoric. You know, I, I learned my lesson way back, you know, I learned my lesson way back here when I when I held from here all the way to here. I said, nah, I dumped all of my Bitcoin, like, right, it wasn't here. I dumped it early because I, I kind of got cold feet. I wasn't willing to, to wait for this, so I, I dumped it back down here. Not but uh, yeah, still got the Monero, of course. <laughs> Never going to get rid of that. All right. Um, so I got a bunch of different things that I want to show you guys today, hopefully that uh, that I didn't show you last time. Uh, here's our familiar, friendly, lifetime Monero USD chart. Um you can see right now we're basically holding right at the support line. Um, and you can see the way that I did that is this top line just goes from that early lowest low and then uh, the 2020 COVID crash. And uh, I just connected this. It's just a parallel channel. So, you know, I don't like that we broke that down. That, that doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make anyone happy. Um, I, my hope is that we can get some good relative price performance over the next few weeks because I think there's a good chance that, um, that we may have bottomed um, temporarily. And I say that temporarily. Um, I'm going to show you guys some of the regression analysis that I did. Uh, and I'm still playing with this one. Um, in fact, why don't I – hopefully you all can see this. No, you can't. All right, I've got to do some – Screen magic here. Uh, Streamyard. All right, I'm gonna stop sharing and then I'm gonna go to. A... All right, so this is BLX. It's like the lifetime price history of Bitcoin. It started trading, as far as we know, the earliest date was like July 18th, 2010. Now, one thing that one thing that I did was um, when when Bitcoin started doing this right here, um, when we when we hit 20,000 and then we just blew right through it. I started getting worried last year. I said, you know, it looks to me like we're going to have a blow off top sooner, um, sooner than I expected. And I said, okay, um, I'm going to pull out some of those old data science, um, you know, basic data science. I'm not like, I'm not an advanced guy at this stuff, but um, I'm going to pull out some like, it's called a regression analysis. And essentially you're just trying to map an equation um, to, uh, to try and do a kind of extrapolation. So what I did is I grabbed all of the Bitcoin tops, believe it or not, um, this top right here uh, actually worked out really well. So I grabbed all of these Bitcoin tops, and I dumped them into um, basically a regression analysis. So uh, of the form y is equal to a x plus b. Wow, that's a really bad drawing. Anyways, so what you end up with is an equation that looks like this. And essentially, we touched that line right here, and uh, that was one of the signals to me that that we had um, that we had topped. Right, it was that was uh, something to look at. So what I'm trying to do right now with the Bitcoin price, and I'll probably do this with total market cap as well, is I want to do the same thing on the lower regression. But it's a more complex equation, and I have had to you know in, improve my understanding of how to do a proper regression analysis. Um, probably you guys have heard of the log rainbow regression. Yeah, um, rainbow. Let's, let's even pull the the. Um, Bitcoin rainbow. 
Bitcoin logarithmic rainbow regression. Yeah, this chart right here. This is not good regression analysis. Um, there's a bunch of checks that you need to do uh, to make sure that you've got an equation that's accurately modeling your data. And you can kind of see that it doesn't. So the first peak that we had was above the red line. The next peak was like right at it. And then we didn't, you know, 2017, we only got to like the yellowish line. And here we only got to the blue line. What that tells you is that there's drift. You're drifting off of the equation. So your equation actually, you know, it needs some more complexity mm -hmm. to make it uh, actually model the data correctly. So um, anyways, um, that's what I'm trying to do here on this bottom line. It's a little bit harder. And uh, it's it's not as, um, you know, the, the upper regression line was really easy. So this is tentative. Um, but anyways, the, the point is that, um, so the red line could be like our absolute bottom. Like, like so for example, if we try and model it with the uh, COVID crash down here, if we can go to the weekly chart, that might be more presentable. Yeah. Uh, so, but this is the COVID crash right here. So my thinking is that, you know, we could, we, we might not hit that right now. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe this line extends here and, and maybe we hit it. Um, like closer to next year. But my thinking is that 14,000, and, and I'm sorry if you know we're talking only about the Bitcoin price and if you want me to, to go to Monero, we can just yeah, do no, that no, too. No, no. You know, they're, they're, all, they're all interrelated. The thing is that um, all of all of the, the cryptocurrencies trade against each other. And so their liquidity is bonded together, which is the mechanism that helps to bond their price together. Uh, and with Bitcoin, you know, dominance is starting to go up and that's, that's probably going to continue. Um, you know, it, it's very relevant for the Monero prices is what I'm getting at. So what I think what it looks to me like if you look at in the past, this uh, this yellow regression line we've done a pretty good job like we'll end up holding that you can see here we, we dropped below that in uh, in 2015 but that's acted as pretty good support um uh, you know and, and it's it's modeled all the way through essentially the lifetime of the lower bitcoin price to me this is somewhere like a low fair value for bitcoin this is more like an organic demand value all of all of this stuff here these are just these are blow off tops these are hype and sometimes fraud cycles like let's be honest there's a lot of fraud that happens in, in the price of cryptocurrencies unfortunately but you can see that we've, we've kind of touched this line here. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if we just kind of hang out here for a little bit. Maybe we get another pop to the 40,000 area if we're lucky. But at some point, I think it's quite possible that we're going to drop below this line. I'm almost certain we're going to drop below 20K. And I keep saying this, oh, wow. 20K will stay on the table until the Gox coins get released. Once yeah. those Gox coins have an opportunity to wash out, then OK, maybe, you know, maybe we maybe we can take 20K off the table. Um, so I think that 14,000 is a, is a good place to, uh, to try and check out. And here's another, um, there's me trying to look at the, the Luna price or the, the tether price. Sorry. Tethered like depegged temporarily, um, the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Tethered oh, depegged I, by tether depegged. I didn't know that. Yeah. Only for like, only for like an hour or a few hours. Yeah. It, it only went down to 94 cents on the dollar. So, um, in fact, all the stable coins depegged, it, it could have been like a panic move with, with, um, Luna. All the lunatics were losing their shit. Um, let's see. So, oh, I wanted to show you guys this this chart. So BLX is like the lifetime Bitcoin chart. We're going to divide this by the NASDAQ. So essentially, it just gives us the ratio of Bitcoin price to the NASDAQ price. And um, this is a very interesting chart to me because it's kind of like, well, it tells you which one is gaining more versus the other. And this is kind of another one of those reasons why some of us are saying that the April top was actually the real top. We, we topped here because in terms of the NASDAQ, we didn't actually, we didn't beat the NASDAQ. And technically, we didn't beat inflation either. Um, like Bitcoin didn't even keep up with inflation by the time it made its second top. So um, like one thing we could look at is BLX. Um, M2SL is the M2 money supply. It's basically all of the cash, checking accounts, savings accounts, um, and uh, like money market, time deposit accounts. It's all the liquid money in the system. Um, 
So that's always going up and up, um, usually at like five to 9% per year. Anyway, so you can see we really, we only, we kind of double topped if you divide out the amount of M2 they, they printed over that time frame. But anyways, um, what I really wanted to show you was, uh, was this NASDAQ chart. And one of the reasons that I think 14,000 makes a lot of sense to me is because the, the Bitcoin NASDAQ chart ha has actually been um, quite stable um, in the way that it, that it performs and behaves. So this would have been the February uh, or the January 14th top. And you notice, um, essentially, it's got these really nice supports. So Bitcoin, when we went on the bull market in 2017, right, we beat that previous high. And then we came down and we tested that high, right? We went up. And then where did we test? We tested, uh, you know, the place that we broke out. Our ultimate low um, in, in 2018, 2019, was essentially testing the original breakout from the previous bull market that we had just gotten done with. That was the first breakout uh, in terms of the NASDAQ. Remember, this is just in terms of the NASDAQ. Mm. Then you can see the next um, spike up that we had, that also acted as a support level right here and then and then over here. And once we held that as a support, it was basically a sign we could go on another bull market relative to the NASDAQ. And uh, the NASDAQ is tech stocks. That's That encompasses, it's like the... Um, it's where all major tech stocks are traded, kind of like the New York Stock Exchange. You've also got the NASDAQ. Um, now, let's see. So this right here, we're looking at this this level right here, essentially what would equate to 14,000. Um, to me, like this is a place that needs to get tested because you can see we've already broken down a long time ago. We've already, we're already below that peak level um, that we had from the last bull market relative to the NASDAQ. We're, we're already below that. So the next real major support is for us to hit this, um, this June peak uh, that, that happened in 2019. So um, that's another reason. So we'll go back to the BLX chart. That's another reason why versus the US dollar, you know, I, I see this as, um, as a very reasonable place to go to. And then, uh, you know, of course, um, my tenant, this is tentative. I'm showing you the, I'm showing you guys this, but this is tentative. This regression analysis needs, um, I, I just need to double check and, and do a lot more other stuff just to verify that it hopefully is something somewhat reliable, somewhat, um, usable or useful. They say that all models, um, all models are wrong. Some of them are useful. Um, and then, okay. So here's another reason why we do need to go below, but we're probably going to go below 20 K this right here. This should have been resistance. Like we should have come here. We should have like taken a dip, checked it out, maybe come back tested one more time and then gone up. But instead of doing that, uh, we just kind of took a little break for a couple weeks and then shot straight to 42,000. Now, usually what happens when you don't respect a resistance on the way up and you just blow through it, usually you're not going to respect that resistance on the way down. You're just going to go, you know, to some other level. That's not always the case, but it's quite often the case. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's that's um, that's kind of a, a, sh a quick and dirty short case on why it makes sense that Bitcoin probably needs to go below 20K. Um, there's still just so much leverage. Now, this is a chart that I wanted to show you guys last week, and I just um, I just forgot. Uh, so this is the Bitcoin dominance chart, and it's comparing market cap, and market cap is a bit of a vanity metric. Um, it's useful because it helps us see relative price movements altogether. There's probably like, who knows, 50, uh, maybe 10, 20% of Bitcoin has been lost. So Bitcoin's market, uh, the, do the dominance chart is probably overstated by like, I don't know, maybe 10%, maybe 15%. But that's not really all that important um, because this is the dominance chart that everyone looks at for Bitcoin, right? No one's doing like some special adjusted dominance chart to pull out stable coins and, and, to, uh, and to adjust for the potentially lost Bitcoin. Everyone's just looking at this basic chart. So, um, right, this was, this was the uh, top of the bull market, right? And then we had a bear market and Bitcoin does good uh, in terms relatively well, right? Uh, compared to the other coins during bear markets. Uh, and then we had, uh, you know, this crazy uh, bull market run. And, and realistically, like, We've been down here for a very long time. We've, we've been down here for probably, it's been a year now. 
Yeah, we've been down there for a year. Now, in the last bull market, um, we were only down there for about half a year. So um, this is another reason, like to me, this is a chart that is lifetime going to continue going down. For the meantime, uh, we have this really strong chart signal. And this is another reason I wanted to uh, show this last week, because it's a very good indicator that we're actually really entering a bear market and that Bitcoin, like that things were on the verge of, of breaking down. So um, this is called a descending wedge formation. And uh, you don't all of this other line back here, we don't technically even need that we could we could just draw this formation um, just like that and it would be totally valid but the fact that it connects back as support for so long back uh, like two three years now almost um, that's a really good sign that this is a very important trend line so these descending wedges they tend to break towards the upside they don't always break towards the upside but um, this is a very classic reversal pattern right you, you kind of you range here you get compressed uh, this splitter that you draw like right down the middle you'll retest that you'll hang out hold it as support and then right here last week like like the past few weeks where we kind of went up, went up, like this candle was bound to happen. And, and this, again, is a sign that we're actually in a bear market because people ditch altcoins for, for Bitcoin. So this chart pattern happened pretty much exactly as expected. So um, where, do you, where do you see the dominance going? I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sure. I haven't made up my mind. I have some like I have some weakly drawn top line here that, you know, maybe maybe we could go there. Maybe uh, maybe we could do something like that. It, it's hard to say. I would imagine 50 percent, mm -hmm. you know, is probably a pretty reasonable target to shoot for. Um, I don't think that we'll ever get up this high again, but maybe it's, it's possible. Uh, let's go to Monero. Yeah. yeah, let's go back to Monero. OK, so another little cool chart trick that I wanted to show you guys is moving averages. So everyone will be like, I know. Let's put a moving average here, and I have like we'll even do two moving averages, and we'll look for the crossover. So they'll pick their like their favorite, like the 200 day, and uh, and then maybe they'll pick like the 50 day, right? The golden cross. Uh, we'll make that some other color; it doesn't matter, right? And people say, okay, we'll look for. Oh, I guess we're on the weekly chart. Yeah, 200 week. Oh, interesting. You know, I haven't even looked at that. Yeah, so we're like just hitting that 200 week moving average uh, for Monero, which has been the 200 week moving average has been significant for Bitcoin in the past. Anyway, so these are moving averages, which any pleb can use. But the way I recommend using moving averages um, is not to choose any one particular because it's arbitrary. What, like why use the, the 30 day instead of the 40 day? Why use the 200 week instead of the 210 week? Why? Because it's a round number. It doesn't matter. So I say overlay all of the moving averages together. Um, yeah. You know, space them out, and then uh, maybe maybe I can change the settings just to, to reduce the line width. So essentially, these are um, these are all of the moving averages from like very long time frames, like 5,000 day moving average. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I don't, Monero hasn't even been around for 5,000 days. So, but you can see right here how like there's it kind of starts and starts and starts. That's because I have the script goes to 5,000 days, but Monero doesn't have 5,000 days of price history. Um, but anyways, what you can see is that you end up getting these bands. Right. So uh, you've got these. Um, and if, sorry, one more thing. If we were to do them all, I, I could just do this right here uh, and, and put them all like all the way down to like the 10 day. But that was really messy and that doesn't give us much signal there. So anyways, these are these are all like long term moving averages. But you'll notice that we have this um, that we end up inside of these bands. So like we, we tested this. We're kind of inside of these moving averages. They, they tend to act as um, a magnet. Uh, moving averages, when they cluster together, tend to act as a magnet for price. Um, and then you can see, you know, we kind of got above that. I do the same thing with standard deviation and um, some of these charts are they look pretty cool. <laughs> um, they're they're messy. They're useful. 
so um, this isn't standard deviation. It's kind of like a derivative of standard deviation, but um, it's kind of like these are sort of lifetime bull market support bands. Um, not lifetime, but uh, just like bull market support bands. So you can see like once we got into these bands, we kind of hold them as support. Uh, we get above them and then essentially breaking down right here. Once we tried to test that again and we couldn't, that's kind of like a sign that we're probably, you know, that we have some, some troubles ahead. And the entire crypto market basically did that. Um, Bitcoin versus Monero looking, we're still holding, um, you know, I don't oh, like yeah. that we went down here. What's that? Still holding? We're, we, we still yeah. didn't break uh, the trend there. Yeah, the chart pattern is still totally intact. Um, you know, this is where I look at things and I say, man, this, that's not right. Like, I see that too often with Monero where it's like we break something, we confirm it. It looks like, I mean, the price of Monero looks like it wanted wants to go, you know, to do this and then go like that. Now, whether we do that or not, I, I don't know. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think it's well known that my opinion is that we have these kind of nefarious forces acting on the price that, that would prefer that Monero doesn't break out. And my thinking is that anytime they source liquidity, they use that to smash the price down in a way that they don't do with other coins. Because most other coins are, you know, very centrally held. So if they wanted to just dump more and more coins on the market, these whales have huge bags that they could choose to do, which I don't believe that they have that much Monero. But if they can source some liquidity because people are panic selling, you know, they're going to use that to try and smash the price down relatively as much as they can. But, you know, regardless of all that, the Monero Bitcoin um, uh, chart hasn't broken down at all. It still looks okay. Uh, probably our fractal that dubious fractal that I showed you guys last week is probably not. Um, yeah, I mean, m m maybe. Nah, we can still <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah, we, we could just hang out down here, you know. Maybe we yeah. didn't get that full pump, but we, we could make it. <laughs> some, some hopium for the day. The hope is still alive. Oh, Let's man. And there's like one more thing. Oh, we just wanted to look at the uh, transactions. Yeah, so for like the last year, we've been doing about the same number of transactions as Doge. Uh, our transaction counts look good, you know, twenty five to 30,000. Awesome. Uh, we were doing so, even so, better. So over overall, here. what's your 10,000, you know, level view here? Uh, oh, 10,000 foot view. Yeah, we're yeah. in a bear market. Um, things are in danger of dropping further across the board, but um, we've probably hit a good spot um, to pause. The markets have probably hit an, a reasonable pausing point. And, I, and Monero tends to do its best in the market when things are just kind of flat, not moving a lot. It's when we see upward volatility and downward volatility that Monero tends to lose relative price. So I think it's reasonable that we could hang out here for weeks to months. Um, but later on this year, at some point, like I said, could take a few weeks, could take a few months. The markets are going to drop again. Um, things are going to crash below 20K. And it's really anyone's guess how low we can go. I'd say anything below 20, 20K, I'd say start DCAing. Um, I mean, we're all DCAing already into Monero. Now, the, the hope for Monero is that we can, during these times of stability, um, I mean, it's kind of funny to say after the week we just had, but hopefully pr projecting into the next month, if Monero can perform relatively okay in, in terms of price, we might be able to continue holding um, where we're at. We There's the potential that... What's that? In terms of the XMR to BTC ratio, you're saying you might be able to hold that. Yeah, I think I think there's a really good chance, regardless of what happens with price, that we can um, that we can hold the XMR BTC ratio. The the question is, are we gonna, you know, how is price gonna look um, for versus the US dollar? Uh, oh, you know, here's one more chart I'll show you. Last thing I'll show you. This is um, so if you took like XMR dot D, that's just the dominance of Monero um, in the market. But this is like this is basically comparing Monero to a combination of Ethereum and Bitcoin, since Ethereum and Bitcoin have like the most. So if you want to compare Monero to shitcoins, what you do is um, XMR, actually we do crypto cap XMR uh, divided by total three, 
And total three is the total market cap of all cryptocurrencies, excluding um, excluding Bitcoin and Ethereum. So this is a chart that we get for that. And uh, yeah, uh, maybe I shouldn't show this. It's a mildly depressing chart. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, 2021 when everything else just pumped like crazy, insane high. And we kind of just, yeah, we, we, we went up, but we didn't go up like the other ones. Uh, but this is the chart that this is the chart that I'm I want it to hold. I want this this line to hold, but it's quite possible that we don't like this is not good chart structure any way you slice it. Um, so we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how things play out. Uh, not not a too rosy price picture at the moment, but um, no, you know no, that's no, well, better than better than Luna, right? At least we got that going for us. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's look at the Luna to to XMR chart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you know uh, I I realized uh, I was wrong. Bitcoin Bitcoin hit 100k um, against Luna. Uh, yeah. Wow. Let's see. What what what's uh, your what's your quick comment on the on the Luna fiasco? Um, you know, I don't really know much about Luna. Um, it's it could be indicative of signs of stable coins in general. Um, but I, I hadn't really studied it much. I just, you know, I heard all the people say, I heard the critics say all the typical things the critics say. Um, my, so my thing on stable coins is that, um, you know, USDC and USDT are your most, uh, are your most stable stable coins. They're your, your best chance of not having, not getting rug pulled by Luna or, you know, something similar. Um, the thing about Tether is that they have a higher risk of depegging because they're under criminal investigation by the DOJ. They've been fined by the New York Attorney General. They've been fined by the CFTC. It's widely regarded by independent researchers and people in government that, they, um, that they've that they been operating fraudulently for quite a long time, that they didn't actually have for most of the time. They never actually had the backing that they claimed that they had. Um, and so the, it's just that there's like there's problems with that. Now, they, they seem to have some kind of like tacit relationship with maybe some insiders um, in a certain way. So, so maybe there's some support there that's just not very public. Um, whereas USDC, um, let's see, BlackRock and Fidelity invested into Circle, and Circle's the one that does USDC. So USDC doesn't have as high a risk of depegging like Tether does, you know, because Tether is some crazy black swan event. Maybe the regulators want to come in and like smash things up, and they've just been preparing this move for a long time, right? Tether could potentially depeg. That's a real possibility. USDC could also depeg, but the risks there are lower because that looks like the officially sanctioned um, stablecoin of of the New World Order or whatever. I don't know the deep state or whoever. Um, but you might the, the risk that USDC has is there's the potential that if you have over a certain amount, they might freeze your funds, like do a surprise KYC event. The government might pass some regulations and they say, okay, well, USDC, you have to KYC everyone that has over X amount and uh, they might freeze everything. Um, so DAI is the is like DAI is kind of an, a half algorithmic stablecoin and then half backed stablecoin, which is like 60% backed by USDC. So USDC can't freeze your DAI. They can freeze the USDC that are inside of that contract, but they can't actually freeze your DAI. So that might be like a nice balance for some people. But, you know, we really need to see DAI survive a real hardcore bear market um, to be all that confident in it. So if it survives Bitcoin at 14K and doesn't depeg, I would say it's probably proven itself. How about Haven? What's your... your Haven? Uh, um, I have no opinion. I, I haven't really checked out Haven. Okay. People talk about it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, you know, trying to be, you know, algorithmic, stable coin, curious, uh, uh, okay. in the same box as Luna. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I haven't really looked at it. I would probably, like, Personally, if I was going to hold a stablecoin, it would be either USDC or DAI. Mm -hmm. And then I would gamble that if they're going to do some kind of KYC, um, that hopefully we could see that coming by the regulations and the news. Uh, but yeah, I haven't checked that haven at all. Awesome, man. Body, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, greatly appreciate it. Uh, you know, you can hang around, obviously, if you like. Uh I guess in the meantime, I guess let's move on to the news segment. Let's do it. All right, let's do it.
I'll try to get her. Yeah, on, see if you get her on the bus. Okay. And now for our weekly news segment. Gotta share your screen, my friend. <laughs> Ready? Hold on. Share, share, share. Right there. Yep. All right. So yeah, Luna obviously was the was the big story of this week. Uh, as I was asking Body, what's his take on Haven? Haven put out a, a tweet uh, in response to what happened with Luna. So obviously they're you know they're they're claiming that uh, you know just because Luna didn't work out doesn't mean algorithmic stable coins are doomed. Do your own research. Uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on this. Maybe we get somebody on Haven on the show. We haven't had like a Monero talk yet with them. That'd be interesting. Now might be a good time given everything. That's going on uh but having yet put out this thread satoshi said an algo algo stable coin is the holy grail so it's no surprise they're extremely challenging um did satoshi say that i don't know about that <laughs> satoshi ever said that i'm not sure about that but um yeah then they they put out a nice little thread where they explain some of the differences between you know what they were doing versus what was doing if there might you know there's there's still hope for an algorithmic stable coin personally uh i i love the concept love the idea uh, I think ultimately, uh, hopefully, we won't need one, right? So when enough people are are using something like Monero and the market cap is large enough, uh, you know, it will be the stable coin. Um, next tweet we had Untraceable put out a tweet. Next story, you know, you don't need to see it anyway. Um, Untraceable put out a tweet about the fact that more people should be mining to p2 pool uh and now how it's you know essentially built into the gui uh there's been some concern lately that uh some of these other mining pools are getting too large so just putting that out there again as a public notice uh, especially given that now you can essentially uh mine to p2 pool directly from monero gui so kind of no reason to to not do it at this point for those that run the client and that mine um Trum wallet is being released. It's the first I've heard of it. I saw uh, news of it. It's basically it looks like somebody forked Monero and they're trying to make a more or a less quote unquote a less bloated wallet. Uh, I I don't know if uh, that's a proper term. Um, Monero don't personally use it because I'm uh, iOS, but uh, you know tremendous amount of respect for that project and what they're doing. Interesting that this uh, that, that somebody's trying to fork it and do kind of like a uh, I don't know uh, yeah just l- less less features right. So they got rid of the built-in exchange. So it's just it's just a pure Monero wallet just for holding you know holding Monero. It's got Tor mandatory Tor usage. Uh, so kind of like I guess you know a, a more, Mon- more more Monero extreme wallet for Monero Uju. So interesting to see that. Curious where that project goes. Uh, Justin put out a tweet. This is, you know, we, what we're always focused on here. He put out a chart showing the monthly Monero transactions versus Zcash shielded and Samurai transactions since November. Uh, so this should put things into perspective, guys. Take a look at that chart. I don't know if Sunita's gotten it yeah, up. Yeah, it's but, there. Um, I mean, yeah, basically Monero transactions, dwarf all others. Uh, we show this chart often, so it's nice to see that it's uh, continuing to hold. Uh, looks like Monero transactions overall are 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 down a little bit. Uh, I guess it's, you know because the market itself is down, but relative to other quote unquote privacy coins, Monero blows them out of the water. The next next story is New York City Monero Tail Emission Day Global Meetup. So that's uh, we're throwing that, just throwing this up here again. Guys, check it out. We put a Reddit post out. 
anybody that wants to throw their own meetup wherever they may be, please reach out. You don't have to reach out, but if you're going to do one, it'd be cool if you do so we could uh, you know, promote it. <laughs> Join in on the party. Uh, we're definitely doing ours. We're doing it in New York City. It's going to be we'll fun. we'll be live streaming the show there. So it'd be yeah, fun we'll live stream Monerotopia. We uh, the only thing is we might have to move. So we have we have it for June 8th. I think Monero Telemission is now scheduled for the 9th. It's moved oh, okay. uh, over time. Obviously, you know, it's not an exact date. Depends on, you know, the, the essentially the mining rate. So we got to check that out. Maybe we'll Might move it to the night. We'll just keep. We don't want it all show up the day before <laughs> television. But now I think maybe we're close enough to pinpoint. I don't know. We'll have to check out that that calculator. See where the current date is. I don't know if anybody knows in the chat to let us know what what is the current estimated <laughs> television time day. Uh, next story. I just you know I Google Bitcoin. See what the top top news stories are for for the day. This one popped up. Forbes article. Why keeping Bitcoin? Oh, whatever. It's a okay. Forbes article. I'll why put keeping it in the show notes? Don't why worry, keeping guys. Bitcoin on an exchange is driving down, driving the price down. Uh, we all know this in Monero land, but interesting to see this kind of in mainstream news, warning people against keeping Bitcoin on their exchanges uh, because you know they might be selling paper paper Bitcoin and holding the price down. Uh, something that the Monero community is very aware of. Uh, so you know, take your Monero off the exchanges. You don't have to just do it on the Monero run day. Do it every day. And last story, a Reuters story that dropped global crypto regulation body likely in the next year, top official says. So here they come, guys. They're coming to save us. Global market regulators are likely to launch a joint body within the next year to better coordinate cryptocurrency rules, a senior watchdog official said. Um, so yeah, they're they're looking to you know start a a, a international organization uh, that will basically decide what the you know suggest what the regulations should be in different countries with regards to crypto. A uh, little scary to see, but obviously inevitable. Uh, Ashley Adger, chair of the International Organization of Security Commissions, said the boom in digital currencies such as Bitcoin was one of the three main areas authorities were now focused on, focused on alongside COVID and climate change. Wow. So we're, we're getting looped in there with, with COVID and climate change. One of the things that, you know, governments should be concerned about and looking to regulate. Uh, no surprise there. No surprise there. Yeah, if you further down, there's a, there's a quote uh, from Adler again. But I do think now it's seen as one of the three C's, COVID, climate, and crypto. <laughs> so it's very, very important. It has gone up the agenda. So I would not uh, not expect that to be the case the same time next year. So saying uh, because it's, you know, equivalent to, to COVID and climate in terms of the, you know, potential uh, negative effects it could have on society, uh, governments are going to have to step in and start regulating this stuff, guys. So they're they're looking out for you and, and they're coming to save us. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have Ava back. So oh, great. Yeah, we'll have the Monero guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source and you always control your own keys. All righty, take Hi. two. Can you hear us? Hi. <laughs> How nice are you? Here, thank you. Thank you for joining us on hey. a Saturday evening, I think, or morning. Or would whatever. you Would you like to uh, <laughs> quickly introduce yourself? Okay, I'm Avara Hermanifak, and from Iran, and 21, <laughs> and an artist. Very nice. Yeah. So for those that don't know, uh, she's been helping us with um, 
the Mineratopia videos. She's been adding the slides. She did the introduction. She did our promo video. She's been helping us out a lot for the conference. So, um, yeah, we have to thank her for for doing all yeah. these videos. It's been a lot of work. Wait, wait, wait. where's the where's the clap button? Where's I have the clap, clap. This is a clap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been doing an amazing job. Yeah, really. Well, we, we wanted to bring you. you on. You know, we we work with so many people in the Monero community, people that we just meet along the way. You're one of those amazing people. It's nice people get, you know, a lot of Monero people like to stay but behind behind the curtain. Uh, but you know, they're we're real. We're real. Monero real people, people are real. <laughs> and it's it's totally, totally cool that I don't even know how you found us or we found you, but it's cool that it's working out and that you're willing to accept tips in Monero for for all your hard work. We appreciate that. Um, and yeah, just is it's just yeah. it's fun to see it working in real yeah. time. Monero Monero circular economy. Yeah. Well, we ran we found her through the Reddit world because we posted uh, you know, that we needed help with like certain like social media and stuff, and she reached out. So Reddit really works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Our posts actually work. <laughs> Ava, what is, what is your Monero story? I mean, why why were you willing? Oh. Why were you interested in in helping us out with this and willing to accept? Monero payments. What is and your? That's a hard here? question. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to go into <laughs> too much detail. detail yeah. but, uh, no, it's not want. the details. It's just that I still don't feel like that I'm inside even crypto. Um, You're just learning. You're just learning. Yeah, learning, and it started with this. Before that, I was interested. I wanted to get in because I totally felt left behind. My friends, my peers were going with nft as artists uh, and okay. please i i mean this is the new world i have to start it and i couldn't i i don't know i was maybe being lazy well, it's <laughs> but too. there's just so much going on so yeah you're, you're yeah. definitely not lazy you're leading yeah. by example <laughs> you're doing what people should be doing which uh you know isn't just sitting and and looking at charts and investing in crypto and speculating you're you're working, you're participating, you're helping Monero, and you're getting paid in Monero. I mean, that's... And you're learning, too, because you're saying the videos, all these talks. At, right, and yeah. you're learning as you edit. Video at, by edit video. <laughs> so you're, yes, you're going down the really right cool. path. You're, you're going down the ideal path. Have you learned anything as you, you know, is there anything in particular that you learned as you've been watching these videos? Anything that's, that has, you know, caught your attention? Yeah, a lot. Because before I felt this weakness also that I'm too much into art and philosophy and I know nothing about financial stuff, money and, you know, politics. Yes, I know because of this country. I think if your family talks to you about politics, yeah, you grew into this person that can analyze what's happening around. But financial stuff, no, I'm really bad at it. But um, this is helping me learn new stuff and all these things that a lot of people don't know about Bitcoin, neither did I. And it's so funny the reactions I get when I tell this to those friends that are um, <laughs> now into NFT that this is transparent. Everyone can see what you're doing. And they're like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> are you lying? And like the history that can affect you because you are holding the coin and all that. It's scary that a lot of people don't know. Neither did I, but now I do. So I know my path better. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Love that you're story. you're spreading the information as well, uh, educating others. It's tremendous. <laughs> like I, 
what what do you think it's i mean obviously um monerotopia and everybody that was at the conference we all think it's, it's vital and important that for you know for digital cash to work essentially it needs to be untraceable do you what, what's your sentiment there do you think we're overreacting or do you think the fact that things are are traceable and trackable is is no of course not it's not overreacting you're just i think educating people like i am educating myself through you and the content you produce is is necessary and the thing is that if i was not as concerned as i am now and still not comparable to how concerned you and other people especially in west are is because of my geography like a lot of things are happening here that you really don't have to cannot have the mentality to be worried about privacy when it's about life, food, like your very basic needs. I think I cannot blame myself for being stupid if I wasn't caring enough for my privacy and those things or still am not that concerned. Like, you know, for example, um, even now, I maybe wouldn't really mind to invest in Bitcoin, but um, it's only because you have to improve your status financially um but when you have a choice of course you choose the better one the better version of whatever you're doing um yeah it's what here is about basic stuff and i don't know for some reason privacy isn't there yet i hope we get there too what is what is this i, I don't know if you want to say say much about it but what is the scene like where you where you are where you're from in terms of crypto can you give us any insight there there is a huge hype for Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, but there is not enough education about it. And most of the people are mining. Mm -hmm. And like some years ago, three years ago, I think that's when it started to blue and more people were getting informed about it. Um, when they started mining and probably more wealthy people started to buy new mess, um, it was okay, it was legal. But at some point last year, they made it illegal, so you cannot mine unless you have a warranty from, and you know, the government needs to give you an allowance for mining and then you have to buy fields and use huge, you know, it, like the rich gets richer, mm -hmm. the poor gets poorer, the poor cannot get that warranty. Mm -hmm. So And so the, the general population there, what is their res response to something like crypto that's you know, potentially uh, a technology that that govern that may take power away from 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 governments. Do the people like that concept, or are there a lot of people that are opposed to that concept, saying you know we shouldn't we shouldn't have technology like this that can disrupt the state apparatus? Is there any conversation going on with regards to that? Of course, the second perspective you mentioned that it shouldn't be is of course the perspective of the government and not the people. People mm -hmm. are the, definitely... The general population, people that are at the cafes and talking. Yeah, like... um, yeah especially the youth. Mm -hmm. The elder ones, maybe like people from three decades ago and younger are very much into it. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating how I think this generation is different. <laughs> um, more into these things, not technology necessarily, but to... Um, they're hardworking. They want to make money. They want to, and also fight. That's why all these protests are happening. Um, so sure. And they, the they thing is liberty. when, yeah, yeah, exactly. And when the government bans something, the complete opposite thing happens. Mm. People are rushing into it right after they made it illegal. Mm -hmm. Now you can buy 
minors and you know it's great that's that's usually how it works which is you know a great part of the game (laughs) plan for crypto uh as governments crack down it just makes it more appealing to to the people yeah why 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 don't you want us to have this technology where we could just send each other money without (laughs) government interference why why are you so concerned that people may have this tool and even better than that is someone who is living here and it's the country is under sanctions no bank account or anything it's just that we are working and this is happening i mean a few <laughs> sanctions you cannot send money no we're people we're back to back yeah so. well beautiful to to see this you know happening in you know in reality as we you know we ha- we're working with you and you're helping us out and we're sending you monero tips and it's it's nice to see it you know go from theoretical to to reality, reality. here is any any recommendations on what can be done to help grow monero in the iranian community like you said young people are embracing the liberating aspects of cryptocurrency their eyes are open to to why it's important uh how do we lead them to monero is that something that just is going to naturally happen any any suggestions on what can be done to educate people there i think a great thing would be to have um, a platform similar to your yours but in persian or i was even actually thinking about providing um subtitles (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, and i can help promote it because it's good and like one reason i love what i'm doing with you is um rebel against Mm. people (laughs) who are taking (laughs) a liberty from you so i can help with that as someone who knows you and is here and knows the language and also definitely (laughs) conferences similar to monotopia and you think that'd be possible to to do in in iran are there or would it's possible you want people meeting up in in the flesh and blood uh in a physical maybe not i don't know yeah maybe not physically in person in person but Mm -hmm. definitely online would work definitely yeah Yeah. you just need brave people (laughs) to show up and talk without fearing that oh no i'd be arrested oh no without being like a but it is possible and it would be great because this thing that people don't know the facts and they're bringing light to, I hate that. <laughs> it's disgusting. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank now, you. Now, now I understand why you are, you are helping out with Venera. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's, uh, it's, it's coming from your it's heart. Far, so. Yeah, it's coming from your heart, which is yes. a beautiful thing. And That's nice to see. Again, thank you for all your hard work. And I can't thank you enough because... What you're also you just do great job like you have beautiful art too yeah. like all your the promo videos with I I love them and yeah. a lot of people like them we yeah. and like it yeah, gives me energy too to yeah yeah still yeah no you're doing <laughs> a great job everything that you've been doing okay. for us so. Ava are, are you on Twitter or anything or yeah yeah well, yeah she's on okay well what's your you want to let people know your handle your Twitter handle um, my handle is a and then my difficult last name. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, I'll put we'll, it in the we'll description. Read yeah. it out, retweet it. Yeah. Maybe you could you could post uh you know a donation address. People can send you some tips for the hard work you've been doing for Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I mean we'll you've done an amazing amazing job with the videos. Honestly, like we we totally screwed up the audio visual the day of <laughs> and no fault to those that were helping us out. They did an amazing job trying to make it as good as it could be. It was be. just it was our first one. But so we, yeah. we ran into some yeah, issues. Point, the guy who was supposed to be there, and no fault to him either. Yeah. He just wasn't his flight, flight guy was can't. 
canceled. Uh, so we were doing things on the fly, and the end result with the screen, the screen was too small, projector wasn't great. Uh, but you've done a great job salvaging the vid, you know, the slides, and now it's. I watch every one. Yeah, we've like, been watching every single one. You have that countdown clock before it starts. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. I, I missed all the. I missed them all on the day of because we were running around. So it's really nice to watch them and then watch them of quality slides. Yeah. When I watched the the recordings initially, I was like, oh man. yeah, this will be a disaster. That's why we were like, telling oh, people, hold off. Yeah. We but have you, someone you've working turned, on it. You've really poly- You've like made them so much we've better than they were. Great job. So Great thank you again. So yeah, we'll we'll thank you. Post, uh, your your xmr address so people can tip you to thank you for um you know helping us out yep. with the videos all right yeah, so i guess uh, we could op- open it yeah, up, open to up to the, the stage please, uh, stay. please stay if you can stick around sure. and we'll see if anybody else wants to jump up all right it's the viewers on stage segment it's that time where we invite you the viewers up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today ask the guest a question or maybe talk about one of the news topics come on down or get sick of that. <laughs> okay. Hello, hello, we people. Got, we got we individual A again. How are you? I put the link in the chat so people can jump on. How's it going? Uh, thanks, I'm fine. What's going on, man? Any any comments this week? Um, well, actually, I picked up your idea of tipping uh, people with uh, Monero, so I started uh, creating some paper wallets with the seed phrase in it, uh, the one from uh, Monero How. And the next time I'm, uh, I have the opportunity, I will pass them out and, and say, "Hey, this is ten bucks for you." And, Beautiful. Uh, let's see how it works. Uh, now why? Why are you doing it that way as opposed to trying to just get them to download the uh, the app? You just think it'll be simpler. I, I put a small. I, I use the, the the layout from the Monero How, and then the, on the inside, I put a small explanatory text uh, in my language with the uh, with the links and everything, uh, so they can choose their own wallet. Do they want that one? Do they want that? I, uh, I put the the cake wallet first, of course, and then a few more links to the community and everything. And um, have, have can uh, go through the uh, process of the seed phrase so they understand and everything. And um, let's see how it works. Beautiful. Yeah, great. Awesome to see. Awesome to see you catching on. We saw Vic post a good uh, tip on Twitter. I think he tipped uh, the musician, uh, some jazz musician, sent him one XMR. Uh, but it's cool, cool to see it catching on. Uh, you know, I, I hope I hope others can start to do this. It's fun too, especially when you're out there doing it in the real world. You get to talk to people about Monero. It's it's actually that's what it is. I think it's it's a, yeah. a conversation opener, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There's there's few people in the world that don't want money. <laughs> I mean, so uh, when you tell them you want you want to give money as a tip, it's 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 pretty convincing. New York, obviously, people always assume that you're like you're trying to scam them, but uh, if, if you if you say the right things, you can talk them into it. Ava, that's a question for you as well. What do you do? You think that that's something that would work in Iran? I mean, if you were to you know try to try to send people Monero in the in the day to day, I mean, try to get people to accept Monero for certain things. Um, I do it all the time here in New York, but just curious. I mean, what kind kind of reaction do you think you'd get if you you know went to a restaurant and tried to you know send 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 your tip in monero or something like that what do you think the the reaction would be hello ava yes 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 um it is possible but since people i think many of them haven't heard of monero only bitcoin and ethereum and those Mm -hmm. (laughs) um they'd first be curious and maybe dubious um are you going to steal from me i want to give something to you it is possible but the problem that i was just thinking about is again because of the sanctions you cannot buy monero Mm -hmm. unless they make it possible that you can buy it with reals 
our currency. It is possible, but personally, I don't trust the wallets because they're national wallets. I don't, and you have to like upload them a copy of your ID. I don't want to do that. And but people, people are capable of downloading uh, like Cake Wallet or Monero.com Wallet on iOS and Android over there. Or you're saying that is that blocked? No, 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 you can't. I mean, even if it's blocked VPN. First, right. when I had to join, my VPN was off, and that's why I couldn't turn it on. And you can't. And yeah, that's right, yeah. So the, best, the, the really the only way to to spread Monero there it would be peer to peer, right? People paying cash. Yes, exactly. For yeah. Monero, yeah. Okay. It is possible, just trust and also the possibility to get Monero as a first person, mm-hmm. buy it. Well, well, we'll have to send you more tips so you can start uh, <laughs> spreading it around. So, so, you st- <laughs> so you have a stash to spread around. The work stash and the tipping stash. And it's, it's not much, but uh, mining should be possible too because you can mine it on every CPU. You can just leave the, the PC oh. running overnight and mine some, you know? Yeah, that is also possible, but considering how the society is like CPUs and graphic cards and all that are expensive. And you can, as I said, expect only a specific class of the society to be able to mine. It's sad, but it is also possible. <laughs> How's the culture of you um, gold and silver where you're at? Uh, ex- sorry, pardon? How does the culture of you gold and silver? Do y'all use that at all over there? Or people gold, um, yes. save some money? Yeah, especially before. Maybe not now, again, prices, but yeah, gold, especially people are interested in that. And also gold coins, not just jewelry or raw, special women. It's like, yeah, it's, it's actually a culture. Women did that since, I don't know, 100 years ago. That's but, cool. So people are still interested in gold coins over there. So using gold as money. Yeah. Oh, very wow. That's pretty, that's pretty common there. Yes. Um, and like even in film festivals and such, they give you gold coin, not cash. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Some happy stuff too. <laughs> no, I, I think we're all, our eyes are all lighting up. Like, oh, that's, that's the perfect segue to, to crypto, Monero in particular. Um, people that are, you know, see value in using, uh, you know, non-fiat options. Yeah. Pretty cool. Are there any reasons you think... Um... Like any good reasons why people are still doing that or uh, like has has have you all had a lot of inflation was there something that pushed people that direction or is it more just like historically part of the culture it is historically part of the culture and you you see your mother you see your grandmother and you try to be like them because why not they're not doing a bad thing Hmm. (laughs) um but the other thing is i want to keep up with all this inflation i don't want to let you to make me poor so I need to do something. So I save in gold, not cash. I save people. Um, actually, nowadays, they more buy foreign currencies, euros, dollars, especially. Um, it's something, but personally, I think gold is better, definitely. Is the US dollar popular there? Yes, and euro and pound, but mostly, yes, US dollar. Cool. Good Good questions, Body. Anything else? Nothing I can think of at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably pick your brain all day about about Iran. Just ask you. Yeah, tell, tell us more. I don't, I don't know what you're willing to say. <laughs> I know. We don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> we don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> get me in trouble or... <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, putting putting you out there, you know, um, you know, no. stay, stay, stay safe. She's like, you know? whatever. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly like that. He's a rebel. <laughs> tell, tell, tell us more. I mean, yeah, tell us more about the, the local culture there in terms of, uh, you know, get, get, get more into it. We're, anything you say is, is new to us, is, well, certainly me. So what, what more can you I don't you know where to start. <laughs> okay. You can ask me anything. Are there, so we talked, so are there meetups? Do you know, are there meetups, cryptocurrency meetups happening? They're not meetups, but there are a lot of courses to mm-hmm. get to know how to mine and know these charts, when to sell, when to buy. But they're, they're mostly, fun. yeah, a lot of them. And people are actually into them. I know a number of people around me that they're employees, but they have this as a side thing to make money off. And, you know, save yourself, just like I said about buying gold or investing in something except your um, national currency and cash. Um, it's the same thing. They're trying. <laughs> They're trying to survive. And yes, there are these courses that I know of. Meetups? No. But I would consider the courses as meetups. As long as you gather around and talk about something. It is kind of a meetup. Yeah, definitely, definitely. She started her own meetup with uh, telling her friends about Monero. So <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> anybody, anybody else want to jump on stage? Um, someone's trying to get on, but unfortunately, um, the device is not connected. So um, I don't know. I think because they're trying to access um, yeah, oh, okay. the Tor network. But all right, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, we could we could yeah, round we can... it out here. My daughter's getting a little. Just go outside. Yeah. <laughs> Sure to um, hang out. I don't blame her. I'm ready to hang out too. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for coming on. Ava, really thank appreciate you, so you doing this, jumping on. Thank Body, you, once you. again, amazing. <laughs> individual, individual A, appreciate you jumping back on this week. Yeah, my thanks too to both of you, to Ava and uh, Brody. Uh, uh, great charts and, and uh, Lafia too. Um, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's, uh, it's been uh, been fun. Awesome. Thank yeah, you, guys. Thank you. A- Ava, well, ha- happy to have you on. Whenever you want to jump on again, you can give us an update on I what's know. going on over there. <laughs> uh, we could talk more offline. Maybe we yeah. have some ideas to try to figure out how to start. You know, one last question. Up. Ava, what's your Reddit handle? Um, it's also difficult. I can type it in the comments. I'll, I'll okay. send it to you. Worst case, I don't okay, I'll check the comments. Chat. We'll tweet it out. <laughs> we'll tweet it out. Cool. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. Her but, uh, there's nothing crypto related there, but yeah, uh, maybe gotcha. in the future, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. All right. So, thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, yeah, make sure to like the video because we never say that. Follow us on YouTube. Smash that Odyssey. like button. Smash it. <laughs> smash, but yeah, what people say. Or gently press it. Whichever. Yeah, gently press it. Don't mess up your computers, please. Or your phone or whatever you use. <laughs> We're also on Odyssey for those uh, that, yeah, don't want to watch us on YouTube. We're there too. Um, it just, it ends up streaming there like an hour after we, we go live. So just as an FYI. And yeah, so with that, we'll see you next week. Thank you guys, you guys for joining week. us this Ava, week. thanks again. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll talk. Welcome and thank you. Bye. Ciao, everybody. Right, thanks, Take Bobby. care. Enjoy your week. Bye. 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 Stay safe. Stay safe. Adios. Thank you for joining us on this week's Monerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.